Above he said, Chatzitzit. Dealing of Chatzitzit, or Halacha Meshmissin. Flag of Chatzitzit, the Raisin in who the dealing of Chatzitzit, that something should be considered intervening between the water and between his body. What he is saying is, Halacha Meshmissin is there, I said, the Chsiverochats Bamayim. He should bathe in water. So we say, Bamayim. Nothing should intervene between him and the water. So the Pesach is telling us he has to bathe in the water. So Chitze is a Pesach? What are you telling me? And for the Gemara, he has so a Hilchase. When does Aloha, when Mesh Mesina come, the Sari, to add his hair? The hair also should be in the water without any Chitze. Because otherwise, I would say only his body has to be in the water. But his hair is just attached to the body. Maybe it's not important. So he says, no, that's the aloha mishmishina. The hair also has to be in contact with the water. And he gives an example. One hair, if it's knotted, now when you're not one hair, it's a tight knot. Because the water cannot get inside that knot. Sholish, if three hairs are knotted together in one knot, it's not a tight knot, it's loose. Because the water can get inside the knot. Shtayim, two hairs are knotted together, it's a suffix. So therefore, when he said above chatzitzit, halocha mishwishinai, he's referring to chatzitz of the hair. Say that inside. Even the hair is in the Torah. Now the word es comes to add es hatofel was connected to his flesh. What is that? So we see the hair is also merum is in the posseg and even though it's a remez of a posseg but still an extra posseg is considered like it's written in the Torah. And for the Gemara, Ki Asoi Hilchaseh, when does Aloha, the Meshav Sinai come, not to tell us Sarai also is in the dinner Chatzitzah. Not to tell us that there's such a thing as Chatzitzah on his body or Chatzitzah on his hair. No, this is a Pasek. It comes to tell us what constitutes a Chatzitzah. If something is covering his body, rube, most of his body, or most of a keli that he wants to table, or mapidolo, and he wants to get rid of it, he was insists on getting rid of it. Let's say somebody bought a pot, and the pot has a label on it. And he doesn't intend to let the label remain there. He intends to scrape off the label. That's called makpid. Now, if somebody likes the label, it's an ornament for him, and he's going to remain that way forever, that's not a chitzit. But he intends to remove the label, it's a chitzit. But midaraisi, it's only a chitzit if the label covers most of the pot or most of the person's body. Let's say a person has coated his body with a uh, plastic 
a garment so the water can get in so if, and, and he intends to take it off eventually he doesn't want to use it forever let's say someday he tends to take a bath so somebody will take off his garment so that's called makpidolov so therefore it's a tzitzit that's midaraisa if most of his body or most of a keli is covered with something which he intends to remove then it's a tzitzit midaraisa but suppose it's Rubai, but he doesn't care, intends to let it remain. Let's say a label that covers most of a keli. Intends to let it remain? Ain't a chaitzitz. Minatea is not chaitzitz. Even though most of the keli or most of the garment doesn't come, or most of the body won't come in contact with the water. If a person intends to remain that way always, that is not considered a tzitzim in the rice. We go through all rubei shenel makpid, mishin rubei and makpid. But the Hachama said that even though it's not makpid, we say it's a tzitzim because sometimes a man will be makpid and he'll think it's not makpid and he'll want to get by without taking it off. So therefore, any rubei, even though it's not makpid, midrabon is a tzitzim. And also, a label is on a keli, and even though it's only a small part of the keli, but since he intends to remove the label, it's called makpid, it's tzitzim in the rabbonah. Mishum because he might come to permit also a label that's on most of it, and it's makpid. And that would be tzitzim de reis. Why aren't we gazing even on a little part of the keli that's covered by a label, let's say, or a little part of the body that's covered by something, and even though he doesn't intend to remove it. So therefore, it will be two considerations for toivo. First, it's a miyut, and secondly, it's not makpit. So why do you say it's muta? Why aren't you gazer on mute Shana Makpid because of mute at Makpid? Inami, why aren't you gazer Mushum Rube Shana Makpid or mute Shana Makpid because of Rube Shana Makpid? Otherwise, people will come to transgress Rube Shana Makpid. Once one of these considerations is present, we have to be gazer. Now, on me, it's Shana Makbid, two considerations, why it's Muta. But if one asks, me, it's Shana Makbid, should be Geza because of me, it's Har Makbid, or because of Ube Shana Makbid. And Fremont, he goofed Gizela, me, it's Har Makbid, or Ube Shana Makbid. It's only awesome in the Rabbonon, but we should get up with the Gizela, the Gizela, and therefore, we're not gays on Rubber Shane on me a chain and mark feet. Say that on the side. What Ravashi Omarav said way back that Mechitzin, Aloha Bishop is Sinai, hold the Amor, and this that we said, the height of a suki in the side, that's Mechitza. Meaning the walls of the suki inside up to the schach have to be ten him high. Aloha Bishop is Sinai. That's good according to Rabbi Hude, who could not learn from the height 
of the Kruvim because he holds Amas Kalim only five Tzvachim. So he needed to come to Alokha Meshimishina to tell us the height of the Sukkim. Ela Rameer, who learns from the height of the Kruvim because he holds Amas Kalim is also six Tzvachim. So the measure holds truth. And from there you can learn that ten Tzvachim above the Oren were the wings of the Kruvim and it's called Sechachim. So we have from there proof that Schocho is ten Tzvachim high. Ma'ikelamim, what did they have to say that Melchitzin, Aloha Meshmi Sinai, it's a posse, Sechachim Bekantaya. And Felimore, even according to Rameya, Ki Asoy Hilchas, when did Aloha come of Melchitzin, Aloha Meshmi Sinai, for good and lovud and Dreyfenakumo. Good means when you draw up or draw down the chitzis. A muscle of good or drawing up. Good means to draw, meshoich. If you're standing on a platform, on a rock, in the Rishus Arabim, on top of the rock is Rishus HaYochid. It's ten fucking high and four by four wide. Although you don't have any walls around you on top of the rock, when you look down on all sides, the steep walls on all sides are ten fucking high. So you say, good, draw up the walls upward in imagination, and you're surrounded by imaginary walls. Also, you say, good, when you have two walls, like a L with a roof over them and beams on all sides. And the beam is a tefah wide, so you can say, good, and you draw down the beams, and pitikla yered v'saisen. It's considered as if the other two sides are closed in by imaginary walls. The thickness of a beam of a tefah that goes alongside the edges of the roof as long as you have two walls already standing, like an L, for the other two walls, Midaraise, you can imagine good, it goes down, you draw it down from the thick beam to the ground. That's good. Lovud, if you have a fence around your yard, of pickets, and the pickets are standing, each one isolated from the other, and the space between the pickets is wider than each picket is. So therefore, most of the wall is open still, and the space between the pickets is less than three tfachim, we say lovud. It's like attached and closed up, like a solid fence. And therefore, we learn that if he cuts a hole in the ceiling of his house, now he is exposed to the sky, and he puts schach over the hole, even though the walls of the house are distant from the schach up to the less than four amas, we consider the part of the ceiling that still remains as a bent over wall, that's aloha, a dreyfen akuma, and so the space that has schach is considered as if it's touching your four walls on all sides. Say that in the south.